0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. I want to touch on a trade that happened a little while ago. Actually, it was just two off seasons ago, and it's a weird trade because it was a bit of a blockbuster. But looking back at it, it seems like neither team really came out successful. I mean, maybe that's a bit harsh, but the centerpieces of each trade have not really panned out for either team. It was kind of like a, a lose-lose situation, if you think about it. So I'm talking about the trade that happened between the Rays and the Mariners where they traded Malik Smith and Mike Zunino. It was a five-player trade, but they were the blockbuster, or I would say the key pieces in each deal. You're looking at Mike Zunino, who was going from Seattle, and then he went to Tampa Bay, and then vice versa for Malik Smith. Uh, You know, coming along with Malik Smith to Seattle was Jake Fraley, who's in the minors. He's actually been called up to the big league since then. And uh, uh, going along with Mike Zanino from Seattle to Tampa was outfielder Guillermo Heredia and minor league lefty Michael Plassmeyer, who hasn't been up to the bigs yet. But this trade is weird because it's like neither of these guys like have really panned out or at least based on the 2019 season, they didn't really... Um, you know, move the needle for their ball clubs. So I'll start with Malik Smith. You know, this guy had a lot of value coming off of 2018. Uh, he, he put up a 3.6 baseball reference war and it was an outstanding season in 296 with 10 triples and 40 stolen bases. I mean, this dude was just a terror on the base paths, and he was looking really good. He's looking like, kind of like a next all-star low key. I mean, that was just two years ago, even though he only had two home runs, he was doing everything else really well. And this is kind of what the Mariners were banking on when they traded for him. They were banking on him logging similar production. And that kind of just wasn't there last year. I mean, although he did continue to steal bags last year and he stole a career high 46 and he led the American league, his bat just was nowhere to be found. I mean, he had he had 227 with 300 on-base percentage and a 335 slug. I'm just gonna ignore the slugging percentage from Alex Smith. It's not really um relevant for him. But I mean, this is playing a full season. 566 plate appearances. I mean, 134 games is pretty much you know close to a full season. And he actually got demoted to the minors early in the year. I mean, all said, Malik Smith put a 74 weighted runs created plus and this is down from the 118 he put up the year before i mean that's that's a huge that's a huge swing and he put up a war of exactly zero on fan graphs and actually negative 0.1 on baseball reference so he he was just a replacement level player i mean it's like what what happened to malik smith i mean it's, it's weird right i mean compared to 2018 his strikeout rate Jumped by almost seven percent. His soft contact rate also jumped by almost six. His line drive rate fell by almost six. His fly ball rate increased by about five. He just wasn't hitting the ball well whatsoever. And I mean, for a speedy guy, I mean, his skill set—a speedy guy with no power, really. His his skill set shows you that he's supposed to be hitting as many line drives as possible, or as few fly balls as possible, is what I should say, because his power just doesn't exist. So I guess it's no surprise that if he's hitting more fly balls, you know he was just kind of a disaster at the dish yesterday. I mean, exit Velo really isn't his thing. I mean, how it's just weird how that happened in one year. I mean, and then his de- defensive metrics were kind of a mixed bag. You know, he got good grades for defensive run saved and UZR in 2018, but then last year he fell off a cliff. In both those categories, minus 13 defensive runs saved, minus 9.5 UZR. But then, on the other hand, his outs above average was pretty high, actually. He had plus 10, and that was eighth among qualified outfielders. So, it's kind of weird. Defensive metrics are strange by that, but... You know, it's just, like, kind of questionable. Now we don't really know what kind of player Malik Smith is. Even if we look at his elite speed, it's like, is he going to be able to hit enough to be a valuable contributor? He's still just 26, so it's too soon to give up on him. But now we have two seasons that are on extreme ends of the spectrum for him. And it's hard to tell what we're going to be able to expect moving forward. But I just thought I would touch on that. And then looking at the other side of the coin, I talked about Mike Zunino. It's like, okay, well, here's a guy who never... I mean, he never really lived up to his to his potential. I mean, let's be honest. I guess he had that good season a couple years ago. Uh, He he had a good he had a good year in 2018, but I'm sorry, 2017, where he hit 251 with 25 bombs. But for his career, I mean, Mike Zanino is a career 665 OPS guy, 83 OPS plus. But when they when this trade was made. You know, the Mariners were trading him to the Rays. The Rays were looking at a guy who, you know, because the Rays do this all the time. They're able to squeeze every last ounce of production out of everyone. He's a former third overall pick, but he hasn't lived up to it. I mean, it just depends on the year. But, you know, that year in 2017 that he had was kind of like, okay, there is some potential there. If anyone can get him to repeat that, Tampa Bay would be the one to do it. But that that just simply wasn't the case last year. Last year with the Rays, he only played 90 games, but he had a buck 65 with nine homers and a 544 OPS. I mean, that is, it's actually not the lowest OPS he's posted in his career. He posted a 530 OPS in 2015. And it's just kind of hard to to fathom what's going on with him. But I saw that. I was like, how did that trade not really work out for either team, at least so far? Because the Rays usually win trades. I mean, let's be honest. The Rays have kind of gotten away with some highway robbery in recent years. But Mike Zunina's value has always been in his defense, I guess, to be fair. He's always just been a defensive asset. Um, he's still strong defensively. He threw out 39% of would-be base dealers last season. I mean, league average is 27%. And he was 10th out of all catchers in you know, fielding runs above average and things like that. But um, that was enough for them to stick with him moving forward for this year, you know, hoping, assuming there will be a season. You know, his contract that he agreed to was four and a half million. But if Zunino doesn't take any steps forward with the bat in 2020, it could have a real negative effect on the Rays' playoff chances because they still won 96 games and earned a playoff berth last season. And they did so because they were able to get Pretty solid offensive production from Travis Darno. You know their other catcher, who was actually, you know, pretty darn good at some time. Sometimes last year he had some really hot stretch stretches and helped them win a bunch of games. He actually ended up picking up more playing time than Mike Zunino when it was all said and done. But Travis Darno is now with the Braves. He left for the Braves in free agency, so it's gonna have to be Mike Zunino picking up the slack this year, and that could be a. That's something to, to watch. That could be a pain point for them, honestly, for a team that's looking to make the playoffs. But that's just one of those one of those uh, weird trades, honestly. It's like it kind of fell apart for both teams at the same time. It's weird. Both of them, both of them just kind of looking at each other. What are we going to do? But that's where we stand. So I thought I'd touch on that, just a short one today. And that's going to do it. So if you guys enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.